You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yeah, he was just confused. I'm like, no, I don't know them, but I've got names for everybody in there. You know that the, that's odd. I've got names for everybody in there. There's Lester is who I call the dad, and then Danielle, I believe, is the daughter. I kind of gave her a name, and I'm kind of named everybody in there, and, you know, I'll put them up there on my on my refrigerator, and I'll walk by, and I'll say, hey, what's up, family? You know, and then and my dad thought that was weird. you like... No shit. I thought that was kind of strange. I don't. I don't know why. But yeah, no. I get stuff from this. I get random stuff all the time in the mail from other people that just shows up at my house. And you know, I've returned some of them. I guess maybe I should hit return to sender. But sometimes I just keep it and I put it on my fridge. Is that a violation of something? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure that's a clear violation. I mean, of I found it on the ground. Then, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to say this, Sarah. Happy Prime Day. What does that even mean? It means it's Amazon Prime Day. Oh, it sure is, because I know that because I signed up for Amazon Prime, so you get a lot of free shipping for all the stuff I've been ordering from Abs- prom. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great idea, because that's what you can do right now. But let oh, me tell I you this. right now. The best way to sign up for Amazon Prime. I need to know the best way to go about it. The best way to do it. The easiest way, and this is the secret they don't want you to know. The best way to do it is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, then click on the Amazon website. The Amazon link right there at our page. Right there at the top of the page, just above where you buy your prom tickets. It's right there. You click on that and then bam, takes you right to Amazon and you can pick yourself up a, a Prime membership or if you already have the, the membership or if you don't, you can do all your shopping. You know, you can buy your things. Why do you say shopping? You know, you can buy your buy some some whatever you want to buy, really. You can I mean, buy, you buy a fluffy some undercarriage for your dress. You can buy fluffy undercarriages. You can buy uh, cords. You know, if you need some cords, you can buy all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can buy, um, you know, a Pokemon accoutrement, whatever you want to buy. You can just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link to make sure that you are doing it the right there way. there could be false links. You've got to make sure that that's false the only links. 100% guaranteed way that you know Absolutely. you're going to the right Amazon. There are fake Absolutely. Amazons out there. Yes. There's tons of fake Amazons so out there. So many of them, and you want to make sure you find the right one, and that's by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link right there every single time you buy on Amazon, no matter what it is, whether it's for personal or professional reasons or your own private reasons, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com click on the Amazon link. Uh, right our friend there. David okay. in the chat is saying, like, real quick, just one more thing with the FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Okay, alright. Is yes. uh, that you can also uh, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, uh, click on the Amazon link, and right now, uh, for the Prime sale, Fire Sticks are $25. Oh! Ooh! Oh! So you can get some of those. Ooh! David did that right by telling us about that. He did something wrong by spelling his last name wrong. Okay. He knows what I'm talking about. All right. Well, there it is. Mm-hmm. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link right there on the website. Okay. Bye, I y'all. know we've got a ton of stuff to get to today, but I, I just, I, I'm just confused as need, to why this is weird. I need some explanation as to why you think that would be normal. So, for some reason, like maybe because I've moved around a lot or there's also been a lot of different people who have lived at my house. You know, I've owned it for a while, but they... Some of it actually comes to my house. Some of it is just mixed up addresses. For the purposes of this show and legal reasons, we'll say it's all addressed to my house. It's just to the wrong person. Um, I get I get a lot of mail for other people. You know, it happens. And I'm mm. not talking about like, you know, if it's like a bills or, or some sealed envelope, you know, I'll, I'll slap that on and say return to sender. But especially around the holidays, I get a lot of cards intended for other people, but it's like those the people that send out like the pictures of their family, you know, and they send them out mass like to everybody, mm-hmm. and like a, maybe a little letter on the back. Oh, Johnny's just entering his second year of school. We're so proud of him. Ted's still working on that Chevy in the back. Kate's uh-huh. a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, still, Kate's sore. And then you know, you know, different things that they, they write on the back of their their card, like telling you about their family. And they're supposed to go to this mass amount of family that they send these things out. Well, at some point. Along the lines, you know, my house, obviously somebody was supposed to be receiving these things. And so I get them. I get them there. I used to get them at my old places, too, where where I lived. And we would get some weird things. There was a house I lived at where somebody somebody previous to me had subscribed to some this porn catalog. It's like a free porn. Ca- it's like a catalog to buy porns. So it was a 
Wait, so it wasn't porn. It was a no, catalog. It was a catalog to buy, porn. to buy porn. And so you would get this catalog. Now, granted, this was several years ago. You know, this was before. Yes, I, I figured if you were getting but, catalogs for right. porn, that has to be a few years ago. Yeah. So, you know, you flip through it. Was it like different kinds of porns, like yeah, VHS. Like all, and <laughs> well, I don't know about as far as like what the, I, I don't remember if it was all DVDs or what it was. But, I mean, you would flip through it. And yeah, tell you like, ooh, here's this one, girls uh, on vacation. I don't know what the names of the porns are. I don't really want to say the names. I know exactly the names. I know. I do know what. Tell they me are. one of them. Oh, I mean, I'd have to make them up. I don't remember exactly, but like, Beaver Lovers Thirty Two. Like, get your new one. Oh, they're animal fans. Yes, animal fans. That's what it was. Okay. They're all things about animals, and it's <laughs> so so you would flip through there and you would see you know these different things but whoever it was that had the house before me had these shipped to them so every month i would I'm get sorry. one i'm sorry wait let's back up didn't you buy the house from your friend no no not this is, wasn't at my house this was at a different house okay i was yeah. like you but you knew the person that you bought the house from oh i did yeah and wasn't it a lady yes but <laughs> yes. i haven't gotten those there no okay. this was at another house i lived at where we didn't know the people who lived there before <laughs> this was a rental and so at that rental that's what we would okay because i'm like i'm pretty sure you knew who lived there yeah All right, different no, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> megan did not order any porn, <laughs> porn catalogs to my knowledge the best of my knowledge she had nothing you like you cannot that. claim either way i, I well i can of you i can claim that i I have never received anything like that in Megan's name to my house. <laughs> Poor Megan. Uh, no, this was at a previous house where that would happen. But yeah, so it, but at this house though, you know, I get every now and then these these cards that are just like pictures of families, or sometimes it's offices. So what you're saying, saying is you're like, not you're not hey, opening Merry them. Merry Christmas from this office. No, they're like postcards. They're postcards. Yeah, okay, yeah. And they're they're addressed to to my address. So I just uh, clearly they're not supposed to be. They're not meant for me. Either somebody wrote down the address wrong or it's whoever lived there beforehand because it's, it's not personally addressed. It's just like a, boom, here's a picture of our smiling family around a Christmas tree. And so I put them up on my fridge and I'm like, hey, yeah, that's there's my family right there. That's, like I said, Lester and Danielle. Well, no wonder and- your actual family is confused <laughs> that you have pictures of random people's families yeah, my, on your refrigerator. My dad was up this week. He's like, who are these people? I'm like, oh, that's... Uh, I don't know. They, these come in the mail. I just put them on my fridge, and then I and then I name them because I, I think it's funny. He's like, "Oh, all right, okay." <laughs> they just kind of. What did your dad up. even say to that? Oh, all right. He knows I'm weird. I mean, they they've they've adjusted to that oh, at this you're point. You're the weird kid. Yes, 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 yes. Use, use, use. I'm the weird kid. So, did you make sure that you told your dad all of the different names? I I said that's Lester, and then that's. Danielle, and then I just kind of stop. Those are the two I always remember. I, then the other ones, kind of the names change because there's I can't remember the mom's name. I name her too sometimes. Barb. No, I feel like her name should be Barb. Barb's I don't even know what right. she looks like. I know too many Barb's though. I don't. I don't know Barb. a lot of Barb's. I do. My mom's so best friend's be name is Barb, but that's about it. Yeah, not Barb. Maybe a Debbie, Lester and Debbie. Yeah, that sounds like a weird mix. Like, there's a big backstory there. I like, I like to create the backstories of them, too. You know, like when Lester you and think Debbie. about them? Well, Lester... Did Lester, they meet in their bowling league? Lester was previously married. And Lester, you know, he, he had a... It was kind of a rough marriage. Married really young. Didn't really work out. And then the two of them, you know, his previous wife, they got a divorce. It was kind of a bitter one. But he had known Debbie the whole time. Debbie was, like, kind of a mutual friend. But they didn't really hang out too much. Debbie was a little bit older. And uh, Lester was a little bit older than the woman that he married. But he was still... They were still both very young. And so Debbie was kind of on the side over there. And she lived down the ha- down the street from them. She this was like is a the neighbor. backstory with the people that you put on your fridge that you don't know. This is what it looks looks like their backstory is. This is what it looks what it looks like in my head. In your in your head. Yeah, and so okay. Lester got divorced. Lester's, you know, living solo life. He he had to move out. She got the house, the previous ex-wife. And he's living in an apartment somewhere, goes through a spell. You know, he's going out on his own. He's drinking too much. He's hanging out with with uh, people he probably shouldn't be hanging out with. And he's finally he's like, you know what? I'm going to get my life on track. I got to get my my shit in order here. Like, get, come on, Lester. Let's get things right. And so Lester, he gets a job. He gets a job working at an insurance agency. So he's working there. He's, he had to start kind of low. You know, it's one of those ones where it's commission only. But he had to get his foot in the door after after just kind of you know, living up. Oh, my God. A, it's still going. commission so he could work hard, you know, and make his way, work his way up the ladder. Something he really had to do. And so he's sitting there and he's uh, he's working at his insurance job and all of a sudden who comes in and is looking for insurance but oh my gosh it's his old neighbor Debbie now Debbie 
has also had kind of a rough thing going on. You know, she she wasn't married, but she had a long-term boyfriend. They had broken up. And Debbie is moving on with her life. You know, they sold the house. They split it, uh, Debbie and her ex-husband. Debbie's, Debbie's bought a new place. She's doing okay for herself. You know, she's working at a bank, and she does all right. You know, she works a lot of weekends, but she gets a lot of overtime. She's doing good. She wants to get some insurance for this new house. And, and there's Lester, and Lester's like, oh, my gosh, Debbie. Debbie, how are you doing? What are you doing here? And and then they start chatting it up. And Lester's like, "Well, yeah, I you know I had a rough, I had a rough time." And then and then Debbie's like, "You know, I did too. Well, maybe we should catch up sometime and get some coffee. Let's let's meet up." You know, and this was in 1987 when this happened. And Lester and Debbie, you know, they went out for coffee. Romance kind of bloomed. Things happened. They had some kids. They had Danielle first. You know, it's like, oh, their precious little daughter. They have Danielle. And then a couple years, couple years later, uh, Rory comes into the world. And Rory, uh, he's he's kind of a little... Uh, Someone actually brought up in the chat that you are exactly the plot of One Hour Photo right now. Do you remember that movie? With Robin Williams. I, I thought Robin Williams was like a creep, like stalking somebody. He wasn't a stalker, but he would take people's pictures and like make them the, his friends and family. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Lester and Debbie, you know, they're doing great. Danielle made lots of kids. Everything's good. Now yeah. they're sending out postcards about how happy they are with their lives. And, and I have their, putting them on. The yeah. Page. And I make up their backstory. How many strange postcards, uh, well, postcards of strangers that you have named and given backstories to do you have currently on your fridge? I think there's only one on the fridge right now. Only one. Yeah, I okay. think there's only one on the fridge. I'll cycle them through. I don't like to have more than one, but yeah, I, I you know I think I think there's just one right now. You know, and that's Lester and Debbie. You know, and, and by the way, after this tangent, I, I know we're usually neck and neck with which one of us is the secret serial killer, and it's being speculated that you, in fact, just pulled ahead with this whole diatribe that you went on. I don't know. Is, is this weird? Is this a strange? Yes, thing? Greg. It's weird. Your dad looked at you, and he's just like. Okay, son, and give you like a pat on the back, and then just went off to like help you trim some hedges in the backyard or something. Uh, you know, and he's like I less mean, talking, Greg. Less yeah. talking. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of what I do. It's part of part of my whole thing. I mean, maybe that's why maybe that's why I like acting because like the other day I had an audition. I had an audition where I had five kids. That kind of threw me off a bit. I'm like, Whoa. I'm at the age where I have five kids. I can reasonably play somebody with five kids. Yeah, a lot of people I went to high school with have like five plus yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. No, I had a wife and everything. I showed up for the audition and I'm like, oh, this but is this your wasn't wife. A, this wasn't a dream. This is this is what happened. This, is this an was audition. an actual audition okay. for a commercial. Yeah, I had a wife. I had to put my arm around her. We were in love. So yeah, I had uh, you know my wife and our five little kids that were running around. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of weird. Anyway, these are just things I do. I, I just, I find well, it weird that other people- Well, maybe you feel like you're, it's not you being creepy. It's you like, you know, strengthening your acting chops. Sure. So that way, you like when you give people backstories, it's easy easier for you when you know you're getting ready to skin someone or getting ready to act in a commercial. No, no skinning. There's like, no skinning. To be like, oh, this is going to be my backstory for this. It's not really me. It's somebody else I'm pretending to be. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. It wasn't me. It I wasn't it. me. If I did it, no. It's no. I'm just saying. What kind of thing was it where you had to pretend to be a or you had uh, a wife? And some I can't say it because I was don't it know a if TV I'm TV show get it or not. was it a commercial? Commercial. Okay. Was it uh, for something local? It no, I don't want to say I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. If I got it, it would be really, really good. If you got it, would people see it? Yes. Oh, ho, ho. but I'm a ways away from getting it, and maybe didn't get it. You know, I don't know. It's this is it's a very early one. It's one where there's callbacks, and then it's a whole big process because it's a it's it would air far and wide if I were to get far it. far and wide. Yeah, so, which means. You don't you don't count on those ones. I assume yeah. I didn't get it until I do get it. That's okay. just the best way. But the audition was kind of kind of interesting. Just doing. Um, so going back to the the fake family, the picture that you have hanging on your fridge that you've yeah. given backstories and names to the people. Yeah, it was a postcard uh, that came in the mail. I, I I don't know who it was supposed to be for, but uh, our pal Keelan in the chat says, uh, "Imagine what happens when something happens to the family and word gets out that Greg has their picture on his fridge." <laughs> <laughs> that Lester and Deb. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh man, Greg. I don't know what to do. What's I've, gonna be weird is if I ever actually see them. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's Lester and Deb. Can I tell you something? I randomly saw. So there's. Uh, if you ride, if you live here in Portland, this is very Portland specific. And if, if you've ridden uh, public transport here in Portland, have you ever seen that guy on the TriMet on all the ads? Like, see if you see something, say something. It's the oh, white yeah. guy with the glasses. Yeah. I saw him walking down Hawthorne the other day. Oh, you saw the TriMet guy. I saw the TriMet guy, and it was just like, and I didn't know I was gonna be like, hey. 
you're the Trimet guy. But I mean, what the fuck I'm do you I'm sure say? that's happened to him before. I know, but I didn't say anything. But I'm just like, I looked at him and I recognized him immediately because it's one of those, because that would either be something I would drive me crazy for, you know, mm-hmm. days and days or else I was immediately like, oh, Trimet guy. <laughs> and then I felt kind of creepy because I'm like, how do I recognize the Trimet guy? Huh. Try yeah. that guy. I wonder if that works for him. I wonder what I job you're eventually going to get as an actor that's going to stick with you and you're going to be that guy. Yeah. Like you were you Bob from the, from the lottery. Yeah, thing. but the lottery commercial didn't air long enough. What's your Jared pre, you know, all the allocations? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I want to. I'm just trying to put, associate somebody like a, a name with the product. Like the, uh, what's the insurance girl? Or like the Wendy from Snapple. Oh my god, I'm oh, fucking Oh Jesus, old. what was oh that? Oh my god! Who brings up Wendy from Snapple? Oh my god, could I be older? That is... And you kids and your Pokemon. You're Wendy from Snapple. Wendy from Snapple. Jesus. That is, uh... That's that's reaching way back for that one. Wendy from Snapple. Are you gonna do... <laughs> some kind of... <laughs> you know, you raise your hand if you're sure, lady. You know, one of those ones. Oh yeah, the sure. Uh huh. Unsure. Uh huh. Yeah, I your double those. mint twins. <laughs> oh yeah, there Flo. we are. So here's some more updated yeah. from everybody. Flo, that's who I was trying to not think of. Me from 1990. <laughs> Wendy from Snapple. Are you gonna be like <laughs> Wendy from Snapple? Uh, all right, so, uh, f- yeah, flow, flow from the insurance guy. I would certainly. I mean, who wouldn't take Flo's career? I mean, that woman is. Probably made so much money off of those things. If she negotiated correctly. I'm sure. I'm sure at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if she didn't negotiate, she's probably made a Wendy ton of money. from Snapple still alive. I, I guarantee she's made a few million dollars, at least, off of those commercials. Probably more than that, maybe. With how she's many that she alive. does. She's still alive. She's still kicking. Oh, Wendy from Snapple. I don't know about Wendy. What is Wendy from Snapple up to? Now, uh, for anybody who doesn't Wendy know. Wendy Kaufman. Snapple, which you might not even know what Snapple is anymore. She used to do all these Snapple commercials. And I can't remember them except for they were kooky. They uh, were kooky. And she was like really sassy. And she was just like, oh, Snapple. She was, she was Snapple. Snapple. Yeah. Okay. And apparently Sarah really identified with her. <sighs> I really did. It was a really, really. It really stuck in there. Yeah, it really it kind did. It kind of rooted itself into my head. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. so oh, so she was so she was personally responsible for uh a jump in Snapple sales in 1995 from 23 million dollars to 750 million dollars. Oh man, did she do all right money-wise? Uh, well, she was uh, she was fired uh what? upon Snapple Wendy was sales fired to uh to Quaker Oats, but then Quaker Oats sold Snapple to Triarch in 1997 and they reinstated Wendy as the Snapple Goodwill Ambassador. Oh. So, uh, let's see. Hi, an eligible Snapple fan from Wisconsin writes, I take sudden glances at this girl while I drink bottles of Passion Supreme soda, but I can't find the nerve to talk to her. Can you please help? Kevin? Hi, I'm Don. I don't know if you're seeing anyone right now, but perhaps you and I could get to be friends. Don, grab him. Snapple, made from the best stuff on earth. <laughs> After Wendy made her millions in Snapple, uh, let's see, she has actually appeared on popular shows such as I Love the 90s, appeared on Celebrity Fit Club, and All Access, where are they now? Celebrity Fit Club. Uh, Also from her experience... She was on Celebrity Fit Club, huh? Mm -hmm. From her experience on these shows, listen to this. Wendy found a new money-making venture. She is a partner in Wendy Wear, which which makes clothes for plus-size women. She has been able to keep this ball rolling for decades. I salute you, Wendy Kaufman. Wendy Wear. Wendy Wear. Wendy Wear. You do you, Wendy Kaufman. Wendy from Snapple. This has been your... Young guy from Oregon writes. Oh, meet at least one person. This is a that bad is recording, but with the production of this great beverage would be an honor. Honey, pack your bags. Welcome to India, Greek. This is where Snapple gets their tea leaves from. Isn't it nice? Snapple, made from the best stuff on earth. That was a bad recording. Okay, I have an idea. Since this is your memory, your memory lane for the nineties. Wait, 90s, can I tell you what, what it, inspired her really oh quick my God. to to become so uh, the sub to pursue her dreams? Wendy, uh, Wendy Kaufman, when she was a, a young girl, she wrote to her one and only fan letter to Greg Brady, of course Barry Williams, uh, which went unanswered. 
So at Snapple, when she realized how many people, I want to say it right, at Snapple, Snapple. when she realized how many people were trying to connect with the company, she took it upon herself to answer all the letters since she remembered how terrible it felt when Greg Brady broke her heart and never replied. That bastard Greg Brady. This led her being referred to as the Snapple lady. All right, get this. She's a self-made woman. I just want to hug Wendy Kaufman. Uh, when it was discovered that Wendy Kaufman had been answering the Snapple fan mail in her free time because nobody in the office wanted to do it, their new advertising agency developed a campaign around her energetic personality. So that was the answering she the letters. It, yeah, so she got it because she was a go-getter and answering the letters to people because Greg Brady broke her heart. Huh. Wendy, Wendy Kaufman has so many layers. Okay. We need to get her on the show. We've learned a lot about Wendy Kaufman. We need to have Wendy on the show talking about some Wendy wear and then talking about the, the good old days of Snapple. Um, all right. Reach out to her. I will reach out to her. Yeah. I will. Well, I think since we do have our Fun Employment Radio prom presented by Paps Blue Ribbon mm-hmm. coming up uh, next Friday, July 22nd, get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Oh. Um, it is going to be so much fun. Maybe each That's day we can do- I'm a little delirious today because I was up working on prom stuff like until one o'clock in the morning last night. Oh, working on the decorations and all that. Dude- they're hilarious. It's going to be awesome. It's Yeah. Uh, me, Katrina, and uh, Kristen, we worked for, I think, seven hours straight. Wow. Making the most amazing, like, an entire room full of decorations that we're just uh, hand making. It's going to be pretty amazing. It is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. And again, please pick up your tickets, funemploymentradio.com. Get your tickets right there for the prom. It is going to be so much fun. We're putting a lot of work. I mean, you just heard Sarah say she spent seven hours just last night on oh, decorations that's just one of our meetings. We have, and Katrina. We have meetings every day. Yeah. And so uh, we really would uh, love to see you guys down there. It is going to be so much fun. It's just a fun, fun party. And the theme is come as you are, which means you can come however you want, dress however you want, You know, but there is going to be a 90s theme to the decorations. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe... Each day we and there's should... just a general prom theme to the decorations. Like, imagine cheesy prom, but like, it, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a sight to be seen. So, I think maybe each day, since we're talking about Snapple, we'll have some kind of a, a trip down memory lane for the '90s. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, an update on something like we just found out about Wendy from Wendy from Snapple. Wendy from Snapple. We'll think of something else for tomorrow. For and each day leading may up. I just say, just uh, really quick, back to the prom committee, Kristen and uh, Katrina. They're like the two craftiest people I've ever met in my entire fucking life. Like, seriously, they both have everything that you would ever want to make ever. And even if you don't, if they don't have it, they have a way to make it. And Kristen oh. has this, Kristen has this big garage in her backyard. That's her craft garage, but it's also set up as like a lady cave. So it has couches. Okay. Let's, uh, is that the right term there? Well, because it sounds like a vagina. Well, I'm just saying a lady cave. It's I don't a, even like lady, the term. A, I don't like the term man cave either. All, all right. Fairness. So we'll do her crafty cave. I think the term cave. man cave well, is it's, annoying. It's actually called party, ca- uh, party garage. Well, that's a great name. All right, so it's at the party garage. But uh, the, she has a projector in there, and so what we were doing, we were making all these decorations, uh, drinking sangrias, and watching 90s prom movies, including but not limited to... Well, 90s movies we watched Can't Hardly Wait, 10 Things I Hate About You, and then we started talking about The Cell for a long time, so I ended up watching The Cell, which kind of was one of these things is not like the others. Yeah. Yeah. And all then right. I made some amazing streamers. Oh, I actually, I'm not going to ruin that. I'm not going to ruin that. I'm going to save that for the party. Okay. I am so proud of these. They're the coolest thing ever. So, um, And we all just put a lot of work into it. So. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link right there to purchase your tickets. Ooh. It's 10 bucks. That's it. So today's 90s trivia dedicated to Wendy Kaufman. Oh, you have 90s trivia? Well, I mean, not 90s trivia. Our, our 90s flashback. Flashback, right? Is that a flashback? I, I don't know. Maybe we'll work on the branding. Well, you're just it, making but... it up right now, so I didn't know. I was just yeah. really excited to talk about Wendy, and then you're like throwing it out there saying we're doing it every day when this just came organically. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow we can talk about She-Ra. Mm, that's more 80s. No, it was. Twin Peaks. Well, no. No. <laughs> that's a hard no. All right. Hello, my friends. Zima. That's what it'll be tomorrow. Oh, my God. That stuff was gross. Yep. I'll take care of that. All right. Wait, you're going to talk about... You're excited to talk about Zima tomorrow? I'll explain it. Marketing-wise, yeah. Did you ever drink it? We'll talk about it tomorrow. I just... Just one question. Uh, yeah. I didn't like it. Mm. But it was a big thing. I just remember it was thicker than it looked. That's... <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, got a story out of Australia. We have some listeners coming in for the prom from Australia. Yes, we do. They're actually already in the states. Yep. They're in. They're in California right now, and then they're going to make their way up to Oregon. Jules and Kelly. Jules and Kiki. They're going to make their way up. Be at prom night. Yep. Yep. Very right, right. Good time. They've gone sure. halfway around the world. Oh to yeah. Come to our prom night. Yeah. Don't bring any knives. Uh, so <laughs> was that too much? I'd not do a knife joke. Why would you do a knife joke? You know, I need a knife. Crocodile like- Dundee. That's who we'll do. I'll do one on Crocodile Dundee tomorrow. I'll do a historical thing on Crocodile Dundee. That's done. Sold. Well, then we're going to have to talk about Zima today. No. No, no, no. Craig, you can't just dismiss Sarah, Zima. we'll get to Zima at some point. Mm. But tomorrow, I'm doing a profile of Crocodile Dundee. That's what it's going to be in our lead up to the Fun Employment Radio Prom. Tomorrow is a profile of Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> All right. The story out of Australia. And the stuff of parents' nightmares, I'm sure. Uh, this actually happened. That uh, you always, you know, whenever you hear like stories about people like thinking that a large bird is gonna like re- like come up and pick up their dog and carry it away, which can happen. Which can happen. Well, I've heard this sometimes referred to as like maybe people are freaked out that that might happen to their small child. And in this instance, it almost did. This happened in Australia. An eagle at a birds of prey show in Alice Springs Desert Park in Australia's Northern Territory. Uh, went a little nutty after it tried to carry off a small boy who wouldn't stop playing with his zipper. So they were sitting in this wildlife sanctuary. The boy, I guess, was on playing up with and his down, like hoodie down, zipper. Up, yeah, playing with his hoodie zipper up okay. and down, up and down. Something about that irritated the bird. Okay, and it distracted it from the show. And instead of ignoring it, the bird decided to fly at the boy's head and grab onto the top of his hood. The boy is okay. He did not. The bird did not take him anywhere. However, the lesson is do not fiddle with anything. Was it able to pick him up? No, but there's a picture, which you can see, of the claws in the boy, like, grabbing onto the boy's green hoodie. Because it wouldn't (laughs) stop fiddling with this thing. I mean, you know, in all fairness, that's pretty annoying. Yeah, so a bystander uh, who took a picture of it wrote on Instagram at the Nature Park in Alice Springs, we decided to go to a bird show. And this young boy who was sitting in the front kept pulling his zipper up and down on his green hoodie. Yeah, they should have told him to stop. Yeah. Uh, For some reason... The eagle, which was a wedge-tailed eagle, did not like this, and instead of flying over to the log he was meant to for the photo opportunity, he instead flew straight at the young boy and attacked him. Uh, <laughs> according to witnesses, uh, again, the boy is okay. Uh, news said that the boy's mother was distraught, and the show quickly came to an end. Uh, the Alice Springs Desert <laughs> Park describes their uh, eagle encounter event as an opportunity to get close with Australia's largest bird of prey, the wedge-tailed eagle. Did they not get what they paid for? <laughs> you got very close with the Australia's largest bird of prime. Uh, so the park has confirmed the incident. The boy uh, didn't suffer any injuries, and the park is investigating what happened, according to a statement. So there's that. So, But the eagle's okay. The boy's okay. As for now. As for now. That's not even a phrase. I don't know, but that's still funny. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought it was good. The, picture, <laughs> the picture's pretty amazing. All right, do you know where Mary Esther is? I think that's in Florida. Ah, uh, it's the name name of a city. The name One of word? a town. It's no, it's two words. Mary Esther. So I'm Mary pretty sure this Esther sounds like you know somebody to be like your grandma's friend at church. Yeah, it sounds um, like someone who would sell you like Avon products. Yeah. Mary Esther. Mary Esther, Florida. All right. Yep. All right. So I, so this is a Florida woman. All right, makes sense. All right, out of Mary Esther, Florida. A 28-year-old Florida woman was taken... Of note, uh, Mary Esther got its name from its first postmaster, John Newton, who named it for his two daughters, Mary and Esther. Well, we are just full of facts. Full of facts. Full of facts. And Greg Brady never wrote back Wendy Kaufman. That son of a bitch. That dick. A 28-year-old Florida woman has been taken to the hospital for evaluation after driving into a house early this past weekend. Now, the woman told... Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office deputies that the reason why she crashed into the house was because while she was driving, her eyes were closed because she was praying. (laughs) The woman was driving with her eyes closed because she was praying. So this Florida woman is from Fort Walton Beach. She was traveling eastbound when she failed to stop at a stop sign because, you know, the praying and 
the eyes being closed. Uh, drove wow. directly through an intersection, thankfully not hurting anybody, and into the yard of a house. Now, she crashed into the side of the house. She tried to back out, which doesn't seem like the very Christian thing to do. Oh, was she just going to flee gonna, the scene? Was she trying to flee? If yeah. she's trying to back out, I'm thinking that's fleeing. Yep. Well, she tried to back out, but got stuck in the sand. Uh, so she was cited for reckless driving with property damage. Nobody in the house was injured. However, she was unable to explain as to why she thought it would be appropriate to drive with your eyes closed and praying. There is no while you're cure. operating a motor vehicle. There is no cure for stupidity. There is no cure for stupidity. That's a scary statement. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Uh, next up, another Florida woman. Oh. oh. They're just going crazy. It's all, it's mostly all, actually, this is a, this is a lady-themed uh, world of crazy. Oh, okay. All right. A Florida woman who appeared to be under the influence of mind-altering substances. Oh, I love when that sentence starts like that. Was, been arre- was arrested after she tried to leave a store with her purse stuffed with meat that she didn't pay for. Ew, purse meat. Purse meat. Yes, a 31-year-old Florida woman allegedly went into a pick-and-save, you know, rustled through some of the meat products, put five packages of meat into her shopping cart. Then, according to her arrest report, she then went to the opposite side of the aisle and sneakily tried to put the five packages of meat inside of her purse. I want to see video of it to see how sneaky she was with right? it. Right? She was... Well, she clearly wasn't sneaky because she yeah. didn't even get out of the store. Uh, so she tried to leave the store without paying for her purse meat. But she was promptly stopped by the manager. Was it raw meat or was it packaged? I mean, it says it was packages of okay. meat. It doesn't specify what kind of meat. I don't know what kind just of meat it was. Stuffing meat in there. It's just a purse stuffed with meat. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so she you tried to leave the store without paying for the purse meat and was stopped at the door by a manager. Now, video surveillance confirmed that she indeed did stuff the meat into her purse and the attempted theft. Now, she later told a uh, police officer a friend came into the store with her. And stole the meat. Wow. Throwing a fake friend under, like, under the bus. Wait, a fake friend? I'm sorry. How does this friend story work? Well, she was in there by herself. She was in the aisle. She grabbed five packages of meat, put them in her cart, then went to the other side of the aisle, took them out of her cart, shoved them in her meat purse. Then she told police uh, later when they were interrogating her, she said, no, 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 a friend came into the store with her and stole the meat. Again, remember how but I started this? But the meat this? was in her purse. A woman who appeared to be under the influence of mind-altering substances. Yes, okay. Yes. It was a one-armed man. <laughs> it wasn't May. Well, yes, uh, an officer wrote in the report, the defendant appeared to be under the influence of an unknown substance during my interaction with her, and that had an effect on her ability to ascertain the extent of the incident, nor understand why she had meat in her purse. Now she was charged with petty theft second offense and resisting an officer without violence. Don't stick meat in your purse. Seems like a lot of steps to steal the meat, though. Why put it in your cart and then walk across to the other aisle and then take it out of the cart? It's way too many steps. You're drawing too much attention. Three words. Mind-altering substances. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I like want to know where this friend is, though. Her invisible friend? Yeah, where'd that friend go? That was like that lady who um, robbed that place. I had that story last week. And she's like, no, no, no. I gave a stranger who totally looks like me my clothes and my car and all my information. Yeah. And it wasn't me. It was totally this person. All right, Greg. Yes. Now, you've talked about trends before, and we've talked about these on the show because, of course, you have to. Um, trends. Trends. Kind of like your podcast you do for digital trends, Trends with Benefits. Trends with Benefits on mm-hmm. every Thursday at 2.30 well, p.m. Show. I enjoy Live listening. on YouTube. And you could also subscribe on iTunes. Just look up Digital Trends on iTunes and subscribe to all of their wonderful programs that they offer on as far as uh, podcasts because okay. uh, I produce them. And it would be awesome if you did. So, of course, we all remember planking. Remember planking, that yes. That was the uh-huh. thing? Yeah, planking is where you lay flat. Like a board on top of things. It sure is, Greg. Good job. Yes. Gold star. Now, do you remember T-bowing? What's that? Uh, T-bowing, yeah, that's where you just act like T-bow and, you know, like Tim Tebow. And so you, when he would score a touchdown, he'd kneel down on one knee and then put his arm up to his head, his fist like the thinker kind of, mm-hmm. and then he'd pray. All right. Well, Greg, yeah. there is a new trend that's sweeping the nation, and it's called fish brawing. What? Fish brawing. It's along the lines of planking 
It's a new thing. It's and sweeping T-Bowing. the internet by storm. Sweeping the internets. It's called, yeah, so it's people doing fish bras. Well, ex- please explain this. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. Now, fish bras are the latest bizarre trend to sweep social media. And thousands upon thousands of women have already taken part in the craze. Wait, now, okay, I got to look this up while we're talking about mm-hmm. it. So let me tell you what a fish bra is. So thousands <laughs> of women have taken part of the craze. I mean, can I guess? Yes. Is it where you take a couple of fish and hold them up in front of you? In front of your Close, chest? Close, but it's where people, uh, women, who a lot of the times are topless, will hold a fish that they just caught oh. in front of their boobs. As their oh. bra. It's like, so they'll hold a fish so you can't see their boobs, but then that'll be their fish bra. So oh, late, I, so thousands huh. of women are doing this. It's okay. called fish brawing, and they're posing for proud photos of themselves out on the seas with only a fish to cover themselves up. Uh, so this latest trend has uh, been, let's see, so it started on Instagram where a fish bras huh. account has attracted 100,000 followers. 100,000 and one. Because I have to keep up on social media. Trends. You do. I mean, you have to be. I, I mean, clearly be. it's important. Oh so my. if you yourself are a fisher person and you would Whoa. like to, I mean, and fish bras can be for me. It could be like, you know, fish underwear. I mean, if you're a gentleman, you could probably put a fish in the front and wow, and also be okay. I think it, I think fish brawing's for everybody. Yeah, like, I'm a stop fan. Looking, I'm sorry. Are you I was just, me? He's just over for there research scrolling. purposes. I was just researching what's going on so I can accurately comment on it because that's what I'm supposed to do. And um, yeah. All right. So just wanted to give mm-hmm. you a heads up if you want to see the latest trend of people doing stupid things on the internet that's uh, trending. Okay. It's called fish bras. Fish bra. Fish bras. Fish bra. Huh. Fish bra. That is kind of strange. Yes. All right. So that's what I got. Are you going to be fish braing? Yes, Greg, every day. I can't wait to go home and fish bra. Weird. Oh, my God. All right. You probably your... use your fish sticks that you buy. I use Sharky. No, you cannot use Sharky. I don't buy fish sticks. I might eat like a child sometimes, but I don't eat fucking fish sticks. You don't buy fish sticks? No. Fish sticks are delicious. No, I my, my shame, like childlike food is macaroni, which I've been off, and hot dogs, which I haven't had in a while either. I don't know if I'm I believe you. I'm basically starving over here. I don't know if I believe you that you haven't had it for a while. I haven't had... That's... Okay, when's the last time you had a hot dog? When I made those giant um, pigs in a blanket that I talked about. So, what, three weeks ago? Oh, I no, think I sw- it's been sooner than that. Oh, unless we count the 4th of July. I had one on the 4th of oh, July. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So you mean... But, like, I haven't purchased any for, like, eating so on normal day-to-day. You had a hot dog on the 4th of July. Yeah, but I'm not against hot dogs. I'm the one making proclamations here. But I'm not against hot dogs. You're the one that's talking. You're pro fish sticks. That's just weird. Fish sticks are all right. Do you get like the the ones that are like in shapes of like stars and stuff? No, I'm not a kid. Mm, I'm not a not. baby. I get actual sticks. You're a man. Yeah, I get my fish shaped like sticks. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's what they're. Because yeah. fish shaped like sticks. And are if a you've thing. ever seen the South Park episode, then uh, what are you, a gay fish? Um, all right. Watch that South Park episode. It's hilarious. It makes fun of Kanye West. It's so good. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah, not a gay fish. What do you mean? <laughs> you like glorious. fish sticks? I love fish sticks. <laughs> you gay fish? What? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, that was my interpretation. Uh, watch South Park. All right. Um, speaking of the 90s. <laughs> yes, yeah, speaking of the 90s. Uh, all right. I've got a little bit of ball talk. Just, just a little a smidge. A smattering? A sprinkling? Smidge. Midge. Midge. Okay, stop saying it like that, actually. That's really... Don't do that. A little bit. A little bit. All right. First up in Ball Talk, we've got this. Shocking news. Dun, dun, dun. Coming out of East Lansing, Michigan, about the fallout from the Draymond Green brawl. It wasn't really a brawl. Uh, so Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors was arrested. Uh, and uh, he was released on $200 bail. So that if that's a sign of how serious the offense was, it was $200. So Draymond Green arrested for that. Uh, it was at 
He was at a bar. Allegedly, it was at a bar after a wedding, where a wedding happened. He was in town for a wedding. Okay, so there are more details now. Yeah, and he went to Michigan State, so that's why he was back there. And he supposedly slapped somebody who was talking a little bit of smack to him. No word on what was being said, but he slapped this person in the face, which is assault. Uh, the person was not injured. There was no nobody went away in an ambulance or anything like that. That's what I always keep in mind. Like if I if I want to hit somebody, I'm like, that's assault. Gotta, yeah, it's gotta assault. remember that. Even an open handed slap is assault. And how often do you have to remind yourself of this? A lot. People are obnoxious. Just kidding. No, she's not. All right. So it's now coming out that it sounds like, according to the rumors, that the person that he slapped was actually. A member of the Michigan State football team. It was Michigan State Spartan on Spartan violence. Spartan v. Spartan. And it was not a punch or anything like that where anyone got really hurt. He slapped somebody in the face. Now he is a big guy. I'm sure he can slap hard. But this is a football player, so I don't think the guy was too hurt. But anyway, somebody called the police, and he was hauled off and arrested, released on $200 bail. And they even said that he doesn't have to come back for court appearance or anything like that. They'll just settle it via his attorney. But yes, he's had to pay $200 to get out of jail in the Draymond Green vicious brawl that happened in East Lansing, Michigan. Horrible. Horrible what happened there. Moving on to ball talk. Um, Well, I'll just go go to this. The Olympics are coming up, Sarah. The Olympics in Brazil. Oh. Brazil. As they would say down there. Is, is that how they'd say it? Yeah. Brazil. Uh, by the way, if you are going to the Olympics and you are a listener of Fun Employment Radio, please let us know. Please get in touch with me. I would love to have a correspondent down there. Because um, that I would be I don't want any awesome. of our listeners to go there. Well, some, but maybe there's people that have to go there for work. <gasps> Did I tell you the other day when I heard... On the radio, Mm-mm. I swear to God, I was flipping through something, and a big radio conglomerate here in town—that's a national one. Okay, I heard it, and I—it actually made me laugh because it's so ridiculous. They're like, "Do you want to win a chance to go to the Olympics? So, you know, you get airfare, accommodations, go and see the opening thing." I'm like, I can't even imagine the paperwork that they're going to have to fill out. Oh, the waivers? No, they'll just—it'll be one waiver that just says, uh, "If, if, if you anything- die, it's not our fault." Yeah. Exactly. If you get anything, it's not our fault. Because I'm like, are you kidding me? What kind of prize is that at this point? Like, it sounds awful. Well, and yeah, and here's the thing for anybody who doesn't know about the Olympics taking place in Rio. So it starts on August 5th, supposedly. Um, the buildings are not completed yet. The government is collapsing Jesus because Christ. of, through economics. Don't go. The police and fire department are not getting paid. And so they're, they were standing at the airport with big signs that say, welcome to hell uh, when you arrive. The hospitals are understaffed and under-equipped. The uh, favelas, they shoved a bunch of poor people out further into the favelas, and they're all pissed off, so the drug drug um, gangs are taking pot shots at people on the freeway from the airports to the Olympic grounds. Oh, my God. So they're just shooting down there. Um, the What else is going on? Oh, yeah, the Zika virus, of course. If you are pregnant or planning on getting pregnant or impregnating someone in the next... I don't know, quite a while. Probably avoid it. And then on top of that, they've got the super bacteria, which is uh, now sprung up that they don't really, they can't identify. They haven't figured out a cure for that yet. Oh, my God. Uh, there's sewage rolling over into the streets because it's backed up. Um, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then their president also was forced to resign, but then everybody down the line, I think it's down to like six people down the succession line, Mm -hmm. they're all under indictment or about to be about to be charged with crimes too. So it's all the way down. The final person they have is the head of their Supreme Court and he's retiring. So So there's like nobody. There's like nobody in charge of the country. God. No, it's being pointed out. So oh, Sarah's- yeah. Kidnappings. Also, they're starting that now, too. Oh, yeah. And the body's washing up. Thank you. There's more oh, things. Oh, my God. Yeah. A foot or a leg and then some unidentified body part washed up onto the beach the other day. Um, and all this is happening in Rio at the Olympics. August body 5th. parts are washing up onto the beach that they're playing yes. volleyball on? Yes. Do not go. 
Travel somewhere else. Travel anywhere else. Traveling is wonderful. Yeah. So that's all what's going to be happening. Uh, this is at the Olympics. That's terrifying. Uh, but here's the deal. I mean, how can that even be legal to still have it open? To like still invite all the countries? Well, it's not a legality issue. I mean, you can do it. I mean, is anybody opting out? You said, was it Russia that opted out? Oh, no, Russia didn't opt out. Russia got kicked out. Okay. For their own reason. They're, I think it was the track and field team was booted. Although now they're going to be able to come back and compete just some of them, but not under a nationality. So they can't win in a medal or something. Some kind of loophole. I don't know how exactly that's working. Uh, Russia got banned because, um, yeah, because of, of human growth hormone or something like that. Oh, okay. Performance enhancing drugs. Uh, so, but there's a lot of competitors, a lot of Olympians who are saying, yeah, nope, I don't want to. A bunch, a bunch of the golfers, a lot of the NBA players backed out, although that could be just because they don't want the wear and tear on their body for going down to the Olympics, but also it's probably pretty convenient. What about like, any of the volleyball eh. people? Like, if there are body parts washing up, that would probably... I mean, I don't know. That would probably be a deterrent to me to be like, nah, I mean, maybe you don't figure, want to play here. You figure you've worked your entire career, like, this is it. This is that the pinnacle of their sport. That sucks if you're at your peak right now, when yeah. it couldn't be in four years. It's another four years before you get another shot at this, and that's this is it. This could be your only shot at getting what you've wanted your entire life, but you could very much be risking your health by going down there. So it's it's a tough choice. I mean, if you think about it, it's not just the same as like going down there and viewing it. Like this is the pinnacle of their life to this point, what they've trained their whole lives for. But there's a legitimate shot for some of them, especially for the the rogue sports and like stuff where in the water, they could get really sick. Like there was the German that happened earlier this year when he was just practicing in the bay, and he got this staph infection that they couldn't treat even treat in Brazil. They had to emergency fly him back to Germany to get treatment. Oh my god! Yeah, it's I mean, it's a it's a big thing. It's it's a big thing. But I'll say this: the NBC is the one who's going to be broadcasting the Olympics, and they are not going to be broadcasting the opening ceremony live. They this is. How NBC does it, they broadcast it on their own time schedule. The thing with Rio is it's only really an hour difference than East Coast. I think it's an hour ahead of New York, like East East Coast time. So what's the reasoning to not do it? Because it's NBC and they want to line it up just right. So I think West Coast is even getting it more delayed than the East Coast. They're like putting it into time slots. They're not they're not going to air it live, hmm. which is kind of lame. And they, they always do that, and it's just... I hate that. That seems to defeat the purpose. Especially when, when it's here, like, like, it's only yeah. that a couple of hours difference, you know? I remember as a kid being so excited to watch those, you know, watch the live ceremony. Yeah. Well, that was probably what, what, what was it when we were kids, like L.A. and then I can't remember the different places. Alberta, I think. Calgary, I don't know. didn't it? Calgary got it one time. Anyway. <laughs> Trip down memory lane. Um, Barcelona. I remember that one. Barcelona. 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 Uh, so anyway, the Olympics coming up on August fifth. It is going. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like people are saying, yeah, they should cancel them. I don't know if they're going to though. I don't know if they're going to. I think it's just going to be a giant shit show. Is what's going to happen. Oh, and also the security teams that Brazil has hired have been stealing from the athletes. Oh my! They've been busted stealing, stealing their bags and lockers, lock, going through their lockers and stuff like that. So wow, does Comcast really own NBC? Yes. <sighs> So yeah, com- shit on shit on shit. Comcast show. owns NBC Universal. Comcast owns everything. Comcast owns you. Did, Comcast they don't owns own Time me. Warner. I don't think. I think that's the one thing they don't own. They were trying to. Oh, maybe they do. Oh yeah, no, they tried to. They Comcast tried to get Time Warner, but they didn't. Anyway, there we go. We'll find out more about the Olympics. I'll have more news tomorrow. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I usually love watching the Olympics, and all I'm full of now is like just a sense of dread. Like I don't want—I don't want bad things to happen to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are I the don't Olympics know, man. themselves like? Is it just the opening ceremony that's not going to be live? Like, are the rest of the Olympics going to be live? No. Oh, okay. doesn't sound like it. Sounds like they're going to be. Maybe we'll get some of it live, but as of now, it sounds like they're going to fit it in however they want. Now, in this day and age, you can probably find somewhere to watch it online. Like it's streaming somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe through legitimate or illegitimate purposes. You can probably find it if you really want to get it. But yeah. Yeah, it's kind of lame that they're not, uh, they're not showing it. Oh. I remember last time the Olympics came around, and this was four years ago, uh, that we got into the ping pong games for a while. We were sitting at the... Yeah. We had a meeting. 
And we were watching ping pong. Got really into it. <laughs> we were watching ping pong. Yeah. We were obsessed. And like our meeting all of a sudden slowly went away as we all got obsessed with watching ping pong. We talked about it on the show. We did. We did. We were obsessed with the ping pong players. Yeah. Yeah. We probably need to watch ping pong. Probably again. need to watch some It's ping very pong. safe. I think, you know, it'll probably be okay in ping probably pong. Probably the land. safest sport to be involved in. It probably in the is. This time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's ping pong. <laughs> anyway, there we go. We're big um, ping pong supporters. Again, though, what I would like to say is uh, come on down to the Fun Employment Radio prom happening July 22nd. Yes. So pick up your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. It's safer to come to our prom than it is to go to the Olympics. Absolutely. Uh, Come as you are is the theme. Again, I really want to emphasize it's for everybody. We just placed an order for some, should we say, some brand new Fun Employment Radio shirts will be available there. Super stoked. Uh, brand new ones, and we're really excited about also, those. Also, I know I, I remembered something that I wanted to say about this. So, for the prom, like, you know, as we're saying, like, it's going to be it's a, a dance or whatever. Party. It's a listener party. Plus, like, don't have to worry about standing around feeling weird. There are going to be tons of tables, tons of places to sit, things to do. You're not going to be standing there in a corner alone by yourself. Like, no. Be, there's plenty of seating. You can do whatever you want. Just relax, chill out, just come support us. Come have some fun. Yeah. Come see the billions of decorations that we've made. And I'm not kidding. Sarah and the prom committee have put in a lot of work, and it's going to be really, really cool to see. So uh, anyway, funemploymentradio.com. Click, go there, pick up your tickets to the listener party Bam. prom edition right now. Oh, I also want to say a thank you really quick to Jorge from uh, Las Vegas. Jorge from Las Vegas sent me sent me a video game. He sent you a video game. Sent me a video game. Oh. Yeah. Jorge, thank you very much. That's the last of And us. he sent me a book. Thank you so much, Jorge. Uh, his friend wrote a book, and he, and he sent it to me. Oh, awesome. Which I am going to read. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Jorge. That was really cool. All right. Uh, again, oh. thank you to Paps Blue Ribbon for sponsoring Fun Employment Radio Prom. And tomorrow, we're making another announcement for the weekend of the prom. Yeah, it's going to be a weekend we event. We've got a full weekend of fun stuff we've that stuff. we've been working hard on. Also, so if you're coming in from out of town... Yes. Send us an email because we need to hook you up with something. So, um, yeah. yeah, let us know if you're coming in from out of town. Just shoot us an email. Just Sarah yep. or Greg at funemployment.com. Yeah. Even if we already know you're coming, uh, yeah, just shoot us another email so we can get you, get you guys all on a list for something. For a thing. For a thing. A thing. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You are all wonderful. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Eat Food Already, Eat the food wonderful already. podcast by Jeremy Ely. <laughs> Jeremy Ely. Jeremy <laughs> Eli and Robbie Benkow. And uh, that is happening right here on the network about 5.30 p.m. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Love you all. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>